Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for making it back. Glad you're here. I uh, got a new bag of coffee. You know, this, I think I've said it before, the greatest part of having a coffee podcast or just one, you know, one with coffee in the name is that people just will randomly give you coffee. And so that alone makes it worth it. <laughs> and so this week I have to give a shout out to Cassie and Jake for hooking me up with a bag of Steady Habits. That's the, uh, that's actually just the, the blend name. It's a, a Connecticut coffee called Rebel Dog. And looks like they brew their own or roast their own uh, coffee there. And it's light to medium blend. And I typically go with the darker stuff, right? But this is um, very distinct flavor going on. It's got caramel, fig, roasted nuts. It's uh, it's one that, I don't know, the first time I drank it, I'll be honest, it, it didn't blow me away. But uh, the second cup kind of started getting into it. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a different ride for me. But that's, that's the part of... Uh, having surprise coffees is that you, you kind of step outside of the comfort zone. So thank you for the coffee. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate this episode coming from a, a listener. Um, it was a, a requested episode because of my past two on, uh, you know, monetary policy and uh, inflation and Bitcoin. Someone said, you know what you should do? You need to check out this new video by Ray Dalio and uh, tell me what you think. You should do an episode about it. And so I, I had heard of the video, like uh, different people that I follow had sort of commented on it, but I had no idea how, uh, you know, red-pilled I was about to become. <laughs> but um, in case you don't know, Ray Dalio is... Uh, a billionaire investor. He was a hedge fund manager, or I'm, I probably still is, for uh, Bridgewater Associates. I think he's been doing that since 1985. And his video goes into great detail uh, chronicling the rise and fall of world powers. It's part of his book, Principles for Dealing with the Changing World Order. And uh, it, it's eye-opening. It's the eye-opening kind of bombshell information drop, you know, that just leaves your head spinning. It, it covers about how the U.S. came into being the economic power that they are today and explains, you know, everything from the Bretton Woods Agreement that it, to decoupling the gold standard to, you know, us becoming the world's reserve currency. And in that span of that 45-minute video, he breaks down throughout recorded history all of the world orders that have came into power and fallen in an eerily similar fashion. The, uh, the thing about being the world's reserve currency is that you get to issue so much debt uh, it, it's wonderful, you know, people holding your dollar all over the world. This exact same thing happened many times before. And every time the governments got themselves into trouble, they need more money, they would just print more. 
And each time the cycle would get bigger and bigger, you know, which basically makes everything more expensive all the time. And it follows a pattern every time in something that Ray Dalio calls the big cycle. He tracked eight different empires in the span of like 500 years and listed their conflicts during those cycles. It's a wealth of information. Um, but he says that the empires usually last 250 years or so, you know, with a 10 or 20 year overlap between the one falling and the one rising. And you notice a pattern as he breaks these things down. The rise usually starts with a major conflict and this power emerges as the new world order. Peace, prosperity follow, everyone is happy and they basically continue to bet on this thing just staying going and they borrow more money. And it leads to a financial bubble. And when this bubble occurs, there's a financial disparity that happens. And it creates this wealth gap between the super rich and the poor. And at some point, the bubble burst and leads to the government printing money. You know, when that happens, there's increased internal conflict between the haves, the have nots. That leads to civil unrest. And this is where the empire starts to slip and the new power starts to rise. You know, this is where wars commonly take place. The winner and the loser deck get shuffled again and you have yourself a new world order. And the cycle begins all over again. His big cycles have three phases. There's the rise, the top, the decline. And as an empire comes into power, they increase education, productivity, eventually a robust military to defend it all. And the most successful empires use a capitalistic approach for incentivizing people to become more inventive. One of the ways that they have to establish all this is by getting a lending, a bond, and a stock market so that people can convert all their savings into investments. And this funds more inventions and more development. And for all this to work, the capitalists, the governments, and the militaries all have to play nice in the sandbox. But when this magic happens, when this country becomes so productive that all other countries start using their currency, the government can start issuing bonds to these countries so that they can save in it. It becomes the store of wealth. The Dutch guilder was the reserve uh, currency back in 1650. The pound was the currency when the British led and the dollar has led since 1944. China is rising as the next reserve currency. The nice part about all this borrowing is you get to borrow more than other countries, making you more resourceful and less likely to lose power. Um, and this boosts the short-term spending, but it weakens the country financially over the long term. Eventually, the cost of maintaining the empire in charge becomes greater than the income that it can bring in. Ray says that the downturn of the big cycle the big cycle phase comes slow and then all at once. 
you know, when the debts become too large, there's an, and there's an economic downturn at play with that, the empire can no longer pay its debts and it creates domestic hardships. And this magnifies the issues that are going on with the country, you know, whether they're internal conflicts or, you know, or conflicts at large, especially when it becomes the, the wealth gap. Because as long as people's lifestyles are on the rise, everything is fine. But as soon as the economy crashes, uh, that's when we start to see a rising conflict. The country has a hard decision to make when this happens. They can either default on their debt or they can print more money. And can you guess which one they always do? <laughs> yeah, they print more. And that's because inflation just magnifies those divides. And the political extreme sides emerge from all this conflict. One side wants to divide the wealth. The other side wants to defend the wealth. And this is when we see strong populist leaders take charge. And this dance has repeated itself since history began. And it's because the very thing that makes a country wealthy is also its decline. We've had three money printing sprees in the US. It started with the dot-com crash, then it was the mortgage crisis, and most recently the pandemic. The dollar is still the reserve currency, but it is sliding to the yen. And one of my favorite parts of uh, this video was his principles that he goes over. Uh, the first one says, when central banks print a lot of money, what you should do is buy stocks, gold, and commodities. Uh, his second principle is to understand what's coming at you, you need to understand what came before you. And lastly, if we just simply earn more than we spend and treat each other well, we can avoid all this drama. <laughs> I, uh, I think Ray may be a dreamer, but he is not the only one. I'll drop some links in the show notes where you can find this video, his book, his website. It is definitely worth the time investment because this guy has a wealth of knowledge to be gained. Well, thank you for listening to me. Uh, you can find some links in the show notes where you can find me on the social media, the Coffee Buzz PC on Twitter. You can send me an email at thecoffeebuzzpodcast at gmail.com or you can go to my website at thecoffeebuzzpodcast.com. Thanks again for listening, and I will talk to you next week.